Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. The 15-minute cities that everyone is talking about now is the Great Reset's trendy new name for open-air prison camps. The idea is to corral everyone into neighborhoods small enough to walk from one end to the other in 15 minutes. Everything you need within a half-mile radius so that you'll never, ever have to leave. These Dutch cities are banning petrol and diesel delivery vehicles to tackle air pollution and climate change. From 2025, all deliveries must be made in electric vehicles in 14 cities across the Netherlands. It will prevent CO2 emissions equivalent to taking 216,000 cars off the road. And businesses will get to help make the switch with grants of 5,000 euros towards an electric van or lorry. The cities implementing zero emission zones include Amsterdam and Tilburg. Other areas around the world are also banning exhaust fumes. In the U.S., Santa Monica has set up a voluntary zero-emission delivery zone. The UK's first zero-emission street has opened in central London. Beach Street will be closed to polluting vehicles for 18 months. The scheme could expand into London's financial district in 2022. What's your city doing to encourage cleaner, climate-resilient transport? Brought to you by people who want to keep you in a 15-minute prison city. The World Economic Forum. I'm the tyrannical lisp. While the post-edit tyrannical lisp voiceover is satire, it still reflects the truth. The Great Reset is pure fascism, hiding behind an effeminate homosexual veneer. Perhaps this is because some people see it as harmless, and others are rendered silent out of fear of being called homophobic. Or maybe fascism is just queer. Whatever the reason, there is nothing harmless about the Great Reset. The perpetrators of this outrageous plan are marketing it with a gentle tone, telling you that you will eat healthy, stay active, get around, and enjoy the outdoors in your tiny little open-air prison camp. These organizations are telling you that there isn't enough room for you because you are the reason that Mother Earth is sick. This is the subtext convincing people to not have children and persuading them to castrate the ones they have. Comfortable lies for the fearful. And those with the courage to see the truth can see that this is just an accounting issue. We the people are seen as livestock, looked down upon as useless eaters by godless psychopaths who want a more manageable herd to exploit for their own selfish desires, who want us to own nothing and be happy and eat the bugs. This plan was officially announced in 2015 and made actionable in 2017 with the goal of accomplishing most of it by 2030. 
Paris is being celebrated for leading the charge on the trendy new 15-minute city prison camps. But they are not alone. Melbourne, Australia is building theirs. And in America, New York City, Los Angeles, and Cleveland are doing the same. The right to travel is not in the Bill of Rights. In the past, the courts have ruled that this presumed right is firmly established in U.S. law. But things have changed. Today, we are at risk of losing it all. And if we don't stand up for our own freedom, then who will? Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Absolutely brilliant stuff from the one and only Greg Reese and perhaps my favorite InfoWars character of all time, the tyrannical list. That's called 15-Minute Cities and the Right to Travel. You know, it's not actually a a bad idea having everything you need within a a 15-minute zone. I guess the problem comes in uh, when they prevent you from leaving that zone. Yeah, it gets a little tyrannical. It's Tuesday, January 3rd, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Info War. Okay. My name's Harrison Smith. This is The American Journal. I don't know. I'm not sure of this. I'd like to speculate, though, that there's probably slightly larger audience tuning into InfoWars today. Why? Because that's what happens when major events happen on the national stage for which the mainstream media seems incapable of providing a clear answer. Whether it's the shooting in Las Vegas or the invasion of Ukraine by Russia or an NFL player collapsing on live television during one of the biggest broadcast nights of the week, Monday Night Football. And everybody who's anybody seems to be scratching their head and not sure whether the it was the vaccine, folks. It was the vaccine that did this, and we'll get into it a little bit later. So I have the feeling that we've got a lot of uh, new listeners, new audience, people tuning in, maybe for the first time, maybe because they visit InfoWars every once in a while just when they think they may need an alternative view on things. Welcome. Welcome. We're going to cover a lot of stuff today uh, that's what happened last night on Monday Night Football is uh, just one of them. But uh, rest easy. Welcome. Join, uh, join us here where uh, we're not afraid to state the obvious, unlike literally everybody else. So we'll get into that a little bit later. If you are new here, thank you so much for joining us, for being open-minded, and for uh, giving us a chance to explain to you that the New World Order is, in fact, fully operational at this point. The global government has been instituted, and its edicts are causing you pain and death that you may not even re- recognize or realize. So we'll get into all of that. And of course, to our uh, old listeners, we'll be opening up the phone lines today. New listeners, old listeners, everybody in between will be uh, asked to call in. We'll be joined by Ryan Cunningham in the third hour. And it's good that we are because actually it's perfectly in line with the stories today, what I wanted to talk to him about. He's somebody who was very pro-vax until he realized he was wrong about that and changed his mind. I wanted to bring him on to really get into the mind of somebody like that, to learn how minds get changed so we can learn how to change them better in the future. So we'll get into all of that. Your phone calls, Ryan Cunningham in the third hour. Lots of videos to show you. Let's just get right into it with your Daily Dispatch.
right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 3rd of January, 2023. Gotta get used to saying that. Virgin Islands Attorney General fired three days after suing J.P. Morgan over Jeffrey Epstein. What a coincidence. As we noted last week, this story from NewsWars.com, U.S. Virgin Islands Attorney General Denise George filed a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan for allegedly reaping financial benefits from Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking operation. Less than a month after George secured a $105 million settlement with Epstein's estate, which agreed to liquidate Epstein's islands and cease all business operations in the region. Three days ago, George is now unemployed after Governor Albert A. Bryan Jr. fired her for allegedly filing the suit against J.P. Morgan without his permission. According to the complaint, for over more than a decade, J.P. Morgan clearly knew it was not complying with federal regulations in regard to Epstein-related accounts as evidenced by its too-little-too-late efforts when Epstein was arrested on federal sex trafficking charges and shortly after his death death, when J.P. Morgan belatedly complied with federal law. But it goes much deeper than the J.P. Morgan lawsuit. The suit against J.P. Morgan Chase was not the whole scope of George's pursuit of the remnants of Epstein's network of conspirators, although Little St. James, a.k.a. Pedo Island and its adjacent island owned by the Epstein estate, went up for sale in March 2022. Action taken by George kept the, prom- the premise of any sale from going through. Acting in her former capacity as U.S. Virgin Island Attorney General, she placed criminal activity liens on the island from a civil racketeering lawsuit. The lawsuit was filed in 2020 following Epstein's death in august of 2019 the suit alleges that little st james island was used as part of a network of shell companies that epstein manipulated to conceal the activities of his human trafficking network i will add for the benefit of an international spy organization to create blackmail tapes in order to gain power we'll get more into this a little bit later since it wasn't just the uh, attorney general being fired after trying or attempting or stating that she would pursue charges against J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. It also happened to be coincidentally at the exact same time that Joe Biden went and visited that very island. Hmm. Interesting. We'll get more into that a little bit later. Meanwhile, just a, another another shocking advance in the collapse of the COVID narrative. Wall Street Journal says COVID shots appear to be fueling new COVID variants. What? 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 Oh, we're all so shocked. (laughs) Wow, we're all just learning this together right now. (laughs) Duh. The answer is duh, obviously. Excuse me. Uh, From the Wall Street Journal, are vaccines viewing new COVID variants? Public health experts are sounding the alarm about a new Omicron variant dubbed XBB. Is it a COVID variant or a new SoundCloud wrapper, XBB, uh, that is rapidly spreading across the Northeast U.S.? Some studies suggest it is different from the original COVID strain from Wuhan, uh, as different from the original COVID strain from Wuhan as the 2003 SARS virus. Should Americans be worried? It isn't clear that XBB is any more lethal than other variants, but its mutations enable it to evade antibodies from prior infection and vaccines, as well as as existing monoclonal antibody treatments. Growing evidence also suggests that repeated vaccinations may make people more susceptible to XBB and could be fueling the virus's rapid evolution. Okay, all right. So I guess in the last year, we've learned that the vaccine's Don't stop. And by we, I mean you people. (laughs) We, the royal we, uh, the mainstream media has learned that the vaccines don't stop transmission, don't stop you from getting the virus, actually might kill you. And now we're actually responsible for creating entire new species of COVID 
I think it would be better if instead of the vaccine, everyone was just punched in the face. I think that would have been more effective if everybody stood in line and went to CVS to have a boxer sock them in the jaw. They would be better off than this rollout of the vaccine. At the very least, again, we'll get into that uh, a little bit later. But a quick reminder here from about a year ago, Omicron itself was created by the vaccine program. It was first recognized in a vaccinated person. It has elements of the virus that were there specifically in response to the antibodies from the vaccine in order to evade them. It was the vaccinated variant from the very beginning. So this isn't new. Nothing about this is shocking. You could probably go to, to the, you know, the show from uh, January 3rd, 2022 and find me saying exactly the same thing, that Omicron is the vaccinated variant and that the vaccines themselves are responsible for creating the variant. So one year later, it's like we're in Groundhog Day, except everyone is dying. Moving on, Infowars.com has this story. Discredited population bomb author predicts the end of civilization we're used to on 60 Minutes. Author Paul Ehrlicht, whose 1968 book The Population Bomb predicted environmental catastrophes that have never happened, appeared on 60 Minutes to warn the end of the kind of civil, uh, end, uh, to warn of the end of the kind of civilization we're used to. Ehrlich's com- conversation with CBC, CBS host Scott Pelley. Uh, centered around the narrative that the human population growth will be too much for Earth to sustain despite the fact it's set to peak at 9 billion before rapidly declining. In fact, we already are in a state of population decline that is going to require drastic measures to correct. We'll get more into Paul Ehrlich on the other side, but again, he's not warning about anything. He's a spokesperson for the Great Reset New World Order who are announcing their intention to forcibly change the structure of the civilization in which we all live. It's not a prediction. It's a threat that they're making. So we'll get into that later. Uh, Finally, another uh, glass – well, not finally, but uh, second to finally, another glass ceiling is about to be shattered. Another major uh, first for the transgender community. Missouri set set for first execution of transgender person in the U.S. Frankly, I'm shocked. I'm shocked because I thought it was illegal to – uh, give critical uh, uh, capital punishment to um, mentally ill people, but I don't know. Apparently, they, they found a loophole somehow. Finally, we have this. Damar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. And not really, though. Basically, uh, Damar Hamlin collapsed yesterday during Monday Night Football. Right there, was not able to get up, was taken off the field. His heart stopped on the field. He's in critical but stable condition now. We'll cover that more on the other side. InfoWars secret weapon is finally here. It's a secret weapon for your immune system, for your stamina, for your energy, for your way of life, for your libido. And it also keeps InfoWars on the air. And I almost forgot, you save at least 50% on these products for what you'd pay for similar products or the exact same products in stores around the country. That's because we go right to the highest quality manufacturer in the nation that supplies some of the top names. They then give us the best deal out there because the owner is a listener and we're able to bring it to you with massive discounts. You're not going to find 1,000 milligram high quality CBD for anywhere near the price we sell it. You're not going to find it the 10 milligram or the 20 milligram. You're not going to find turmeric at 95% humanoid at the price we're selling it. You're not going to find any of this anywhere near that. These similar forms formulas with the same formulas sell for up to 200% more than we're selling these. 
InfoWars MD, now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, a true 360 win. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years, and I knew they were planning all of this, and I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere, but I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you, and I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 the promo code. The destination is InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Hey folks, welcome back. This is the uh, American Journal. I'm Harrison Smith. Infowars.com band.video. Please do share those links. We've got a lot of stuff coming up today. We'll be talking to Ryan Cunningham in the third hour. He is uh, somebody that made a made a, uh, a major transformation. He went from being totally pro-vaccine to completely anti-vaccine. So we're going to talk to him about what it what it took to make that transition. What information you know eventually got through to him just just what it took because that of course is our mission here that that's in the third hour we'll be taking your calls throughout the second hour we're going to be talking about uh, politics and the war in ukraine and just basic tyranny versus freedom a lot of mps uh, meps members of european European parliament standing up against the great reset we'll be talking about the referendum in switzerland where they're using climate change as an excuse to end uh, migration which might actually be a great idea we'll get into all of that and more coming up on today's episode i do want to remind you that everything we do here at infowars is brought to you from one source infowarsstore.com infowarsstore.com is our only source of sponsorship it's you the american people going to infowarsstore.com and getting a fantastic product that you can rely on and know that what you're getting will not only improve your health but help keep this one and only this singular media outlet on the air and chugging along it is infowars the last uncensored show on earth brought to you by you the american people please do go to infowarsstore.com right now get yourself the real red pill plus or just donate or get vitamin mineral fusion one of our most popular products for 50 percent off right now massive sales on InfoWarsStore.com, and we thank you so much for supporting us and keeping us on the air. We'll do our part. All that we ask is for your support in this mission to save humanity. Let's talk about what's killing humanity, shall we? Yesterday was a absolutely major event. It happened on live TV in front of the world and the entire nation watching. On uh, Monday Night Football, one of the you know singular still existent live cultural events that we have in America. Uh, 
Damar Hamlin collapsed on the field. We actually have the video. We'll uh, we'll show it to you here. But uh, here's the headline: Breaking NFL player Damar Hamlin suddenly collapses on the field. CPR administered. Hamlin got up seemingly fine from a mild tackle and then stepped back and collapsed. He's the Buffalo Bills safety. Uh, let's go ahead and roll the video now. You can see he makes a tackle. Uh, stands up, looks a little wobbly, and just goes down on his back. That's, uh, and he did not get up after that. You can see the tackle was not a hard one. Want to see, and everybody's around him, and it was not a okay. particularly hard tackle. I mean, uh, if anything, it was a very, very mild tackle. And people are wondering. What could be behind this? I, my prediction is today we'll hear a, a lot of talk about uh, the safety of the NFL. Do we need new pads? Do we need new sensors on the body to you know, help to figure out how we make football safer? Do we need new helmets? My prediction is they'll do everything they can to blame absolutely anything but the vaccine, when I think we all are perfectly aware that this never happened before the rollout of the vaccine. And since the rollout of the vaccine, it's happened over and over and over again. Hamlin is just 24 years old. Uh, He's in critical condition right now. In fact, the update from uh, the uh, Buffalo Bills says this. Damar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field. So his heart stopped on the field and was restored during CPR. And he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He's currently sedated and listed in critical condition. Uh, Obviously, our our, uh, prayers go out to him and his family. In fact, there's a video that came out from a little bit earlier this year, clip number four. Here's Damar Hamlin uh, talking about a teammate, but doing so in a way that is um, strangely prescient. Let's watch clip number four. Like, I can't even describe it, but I, I cherish it every second that I can. You know, every second of every day. We just had our prayer, our, our DB prayer we do every Wednesday. Mm. Outside, he was next to me, and I just grabbed his hand a little bit harder just because, you know, you never know when, like, the last day could be that you get in a experience something like this, you know. So I'm just, I'm cherishing it every moment I can. Um yeah, absolutely heartbreaking. Really uh, troubling stuff. Uh, he, he wasn't the only NFL player to be injured by the vaccine yesterday. Uh, vaccine pushing former NFL player Uchi no, uh, Nwanari. I don't know how do you how do y'all pronounce that? Nwanari, thirty eight, died suddenly from a heart attack. Vaccinated former Jacksonville Jaguars offensive lineman found collapsed at his home. Former NFL player. Oh God. Uh, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's just what I cannot pronounce his name. Uh, Uchechukwu. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really not trying to. I really feel bad for this guy, but uh, I'll call him Uche. Uh, who vociferously advocated for mandatory vaccines died suddenly last Friday with a coroner reporting he likely suffered a heart attack. Uh, Nwaneri, 38, was reportedly found dead at his home in West Lafayette, Indiana, according to the Lafayette Journal and Courier. And, of course, uh, he'd make, made a number of uh, statements in favor of the vaccine, saying at one point, quote, mandate the vaccine, jail anyone who refuses. And again, I, I guess it's just it's 
like yesterday, my family was texting about this when it when it happened. Uh, my sister sent out like a family text saying, "Y'all see what just happened on Monday Night Football?" And of course, my response was, "Yeah, they're gonna have they're gonna need new helmets, right? Yeah, it's we're gonna hear a lot about the the helmets or something, right? Something like that." And uh, my dad sent back like, "Ooh, too soon." It's like, no, no, I'm just saying that's what the spin is gonna be. And it's like, what what's more offensive? Uh, what's more what's more offensive to the memory of somebody who was injured and possibly killed by the vaccine to point out how people are going to lie about this or to do the lying in and of itself. It's like these people, because there, there's other people too. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, to, uh, this tweet here, uh, Colin Rugg, DeMar Hamlin took a very violent hit directly to his chest. No, he didn't. Have you ever watched football? <laughs> It wasn't a violent hit. It, like, ha- seriously, have you ever watched football? People think there was something spectacular about this hit that caused the injury. I don't know what you're talking about. This was the most mild hit you can possibly imagine. The dude ran into him and he fell over backwards. By the way, if it was the hit that did it, you think he would have gotten up afterwards? That's not how that works. If the hit causes some sort of damage to the heart he would be down on the ground and he wouldn't get up. But no, he gets up and starts walking around. It wasn't because of the hit. But Colin Rugg says, he took a very violent hit directly to his chest. Instead of spewing vaccine theories, say a prayer for him and his family. Uh, How about we do something to prevent it from happening in the future? How about we identify the cause of this tragedy so that we can either prevent it from occurring to other people, from happening to other people, or so we can punish the people that did it to this person to find some sort of justice for the innocent person that is now lying in a hospital bed in critical condition because they followed the instruction or mandates from the authorities that were able to, you know, threaten him with expulsion if they if he didn't comply. How about we treat this like the murder that it is? Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of InfoWars under a new brand name, InfoWars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names. And, and, And not just under one name, they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out. The difference is we have it for 40% off what it is in stores. We're talking about Pain MD. We're talking about HGH Max Boost. We're talking about 1776 Testosterone Boost. These things are incredible. I would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your healthcare provider because they're so powerful. Get them at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. A lot of stuff to cover today, but obviously the biggest story is about Damar Hamlin. 24 years old. I saw other places listed him 23, but I think he's 24 years old. Suffered cardiac arrest in the middle of Monday night football. They attempted to administer CPR for about nine minutes on the field, apparently restarted his heart. 
there. We're able to save him. He is now in critical condition at the hospital. Pretty horrific stuff. But of course, it has to be. It has to be even like the, the most horrific part about this to me is everyone ignoring the elephant in the room, everyone ignoring the giant, obvious contributing factor to not just what happened to Damar, but what has been happening around the world to athletes for the past two years. Again, just just returning to it because I saw the sentiment a lot. I've seen it a lot, but this one sort of highlights it well. This this uh, tweet from Colin Rugg. Damar Hamlin took a very violent hit directly to his chest. Instead of spewing vaccine theories, say a prayer for him and his family. As if these things are uh, mutually exclusive. You can, do, you can do both. And it's not spewing vaccine theories. It's identifying the perpetrator of this crime that has been committed. Again, like, can you imagine somebody being murdered and the people looking for his murderer being chastised, castigated by friends and family of the person who was murdered? It's like, no, there, a murder just happened. We have to find who did it. And they're like, what? hey, instead of just spewing theories about suspects, why don't you say a prayer for the family? Like, no, we're going to get justice here. We're going to solve this. We're going to do something to prevent this from happening to other people in the future. That's how you honor the victim of a crime. That's how you respect and try to proactively prevent this from happening to other people. You unbelievable weirdos. I mean, these people... They would rather have their vaccine fantasy. They they call our idea of vaccines theories. They live in a fantasy world where the vaccines are effective and the vaccines would never hurt anybody. And nothing that we're seeing, the massive skyrocketing rates of people dying suddenly, some places like Alberta, Canada, the unexplained deaths being the number one cause of death for the entire year. You live in a fantasy where that's completely divorced from the massive medical experimentation that was carried out around the world. We live in the real world where when you forcibly inject billions of people with an untested brand new gene altering technology, you're going to see negative consequences from that. Now, the other option is maybe there's something about COVID that damages people people's hearts. I, I have personal experience, friends who their little sister got COVID in high school and got like myocarditis from COVID. Maybe there's something from that. Here's the interesting thing about that though. Like the vaccine, COVID was also made in a lab by scientists. So whether it's the sickness or the vaccine, they were both man-made, man-created and released by people. So we have to find who those people are and punish them so this doesn't happen again. Do you understand how that's not disrespectful of the person who succumbed to this In fact, by warning people and letting people know that this may be the consequence of taking an untested jab because you're a coward and can't stand up to a little bit of social pressure, uh, this is the consequence of that. And so we need to learn a lesson from it and maybe bolster our own confidence in saying no when people try to force us, whether by threatening our jobs or threatening our friendships or threatening our access to medical treatments. Like you need to understand that that's an attack on you that that's a threat to you, your very life and the existence of humanity itself, and that by succumbing to that and giving into that and rolling over for that is not you being a good person. It's you being a despicable coward. Do you understand that? Like I don't, I don't get why it's so hard for people to um, – 
be obstinate sometimes. They're incredibly obstinate in other times, right? I mean, it's just, what, what happened to just not giving in to pressure? Like, it's really not that hard. It's really so simple. Uh, Cassandra Fairbanks on Twitter yesterday said something. I was going to, I should have printed out the tweet. I thought I wasn't going to mention it, but here I am. Where she was saying, you know, I feel bad for the people that were pressured into getting the jab. I don't. I don't feel bad for the people that were pressured to getting into the jab. You're a human being, aren't you? You can make choices. Are you a dog? Are you a slave? Are you a robot? Or do you have free will? Because you made the choice. You made the choice to submit. Yeah, they may have threatened you. Yeah, it may have been a little bit difficult not to submit. But where is the obstinacy? Where is the anger at the people forcing you into this? It's so strange. It's so bizarre. It's like you'll have people who, you know, if they're told, like, you'll be fired if you wear a Black Lives Matter uh, shirt into office. And then there's, like, protests out front. And they're, like, tearing the building down. They're like, I'm going to wear it no matter what. You can't tell me what not to wear. And then they're like, uh, also, we have to, we're going to inject you with this experimental vaccine with no safety uh, profile at all. And they're just like, oh, okay, I guess. Gee, I guess I have to do that. Yeah, here's Cassandra Fairbanks. I feel bad for those who got vaccinated to keep their job or to see loved ones when they didn't really want to. I would be so freaked out if I was one of those people. Why would you feel bad for these people? Why? Why? Everybody knew that this was wrong. Everybody knew that if it was something good, you wouldn't have to be forced into it. I would feel bad if there was nobody telling them not to. Unfortunately, we were here the whole time. Unfortunately for the narrative, people like InfoWars were here the whole time giving you the information you needed to stand up against this ridiculous nonsense. And now there are people dropping over dead left and right because they fell for it, because they were threatened into this, because they didn't have the fortitude or courage to – just do what they knew was right. It's, it's literally the biggest thing wrong in this world. Everybody knows what needs to be done. Everybody knows what's right. Everybody knows uh, you know, what you can do to stand up against this. Just nobody's willing to do it. It's just death by cowardice. That's what we're experiencing right now. If your job requires it, my God. You know how easy it is to cheat these systems? I have a vaccine card. You think I ever <laughs> I shouldn't admit that. <laughs> When the law is tyrannical, it is your obligation to resist it. This isn't an option. I, it's just it, we've lost it all. And, I mean, I feel bad for the people that get injured by it. I feel bad for Damar Hamlin. Nobody deserves to, you know, be 24 uh, in the just the one of the f- finest athletes on earth, right? If you're playing for the NFL, you are peak of the peak. You are top of the line, right? You are a – you know, physical machine. If you were, if you are an NFL player, like all you do every day, all day is fine tune your physical well being. And nobody who does that deserves to f- collapse with a heart attack at the age of 24. It doesn't happen. It has never happened before. Now it happens. Oh, it happens now. Happens quite a bit now. We'll go to a video on the other side. Uh, of just a massive compilation of this happening all over the world, continuously, all starting in about uh, about 2021, actually. Yeah, it was about the time that the vaccine rolled out. Sure, that's a coincidence. Again, turn on any news organization right now. Do you think a single one of them is even suggesting that the vaccine may be responsible for this? No, because they have different priorities. They don't want to find out what actually caused this so they can prevent it from happening in the future. They want to do everything they can to avoid the obvious truth that the vaccine is responsible for the sudden death 
phenomenon and that this fits directly in line with that very same phenomenon. These are things happening that have never happened on earth before. Va- uh, athletes just falling over dead on soccer pitches and football fields and basketball courts around the entire world. Never happened before. Happens at an incredibly high rate now, all of the sudden. And people want to ignore the cause of that. They want to – because it would be one thing if you were intellectually honest and didn't know what had caused this and you're just kind of frightened. Oh, this is kind of weird. People just falling over dead. And of course, he didn't die, but he very well could have without you know immediate medical intervention. He would have died. His heart did stop. They got it started again, thank God. But if you were intellectually honest, you might say, look, we don't know what this caused. It could have been something in his diet. It could have been this. It could have been the vaccines. We really need to get to the bottom of this. So why won't they even suggest that it might be the vaccines? Why, during Monday Night Football and during the ensuing coverage, has not a single mainstream media outlet even suggested that it might potentially be the vaccine because they are very purposefully ignoring the cause because they would rather uphold their vaccine narrative because it upholds the whole structure and let people die. That's what they'd rather do. We hear it over and over again from everybody. Why doesn't somebody do something? Why doesn't somebody expose the New World Order? Why doesn't somebody take action against the Great Reset and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab? Well, guess what? We're doing it. This audience, that means you, the viewers, with our broadcast and our guest, are the number one enemy of the globalist. We've been the most effective at taking it to them. But ladies and gentlemen, if we don't have funds, we can't stay on air. And we have a shortfall the last six months of at least $200,000 a month. We are going into the hole. We'll not be able to stay on the air if you don't support. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great products today. Sign up for AutoShip, an additional 10% off. But you can also just make straight donations right there at the big red banner at the top of InfoWarsStore.com or InfoWars.com. A $10, or $20, $100, you can do recurring donations, cancel any time. Just please commit to keep us on the air. And I thank you for your past support, and I thank you for your future support. Now go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. It's the jab, folks. It's the jab. And hey, if if you actually appreciate having a media outlet in America that's willing to say the obvious. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com, won't you? Go to InfoWarsStore.com today. Get medicine that won't kill you. 
Hey, you know, I can't make a lot of uh, I can't make a lot of medical statements about this without having some attorney general jump down my throat. But you know what I can say? I can say that every supplement on Infowars.com is significantly safer than the vaccine. Can I say that? Can I tell you that uh, taking these supplements will not give you myocarditis? <laughs> can I at least make that statement? These supplements are safe and effective, folks, unlike the vaccine. I think I can say that. InfoWars MD is a new premium supplement line that you can now get at a discounted price. It's the introductory price. You can get things like Ageless, Vitality, Collagen, Superfood Greens, Mushroom Max, Better Mood Plus, an entire new line of supplements with ingredients that you won't find on any other InfoWars supplements, such as the uh, Lion's Mane Mushroom Max uh, Extract with uh, uh, Rishi and Shiitake Mushroom as well, a powerful nootropic, something that we have had a lot of people ask us about in the past well, we finally have a supplement that takes advantage of this of the natural power of these mushrooms it's mushroom max and it's just one of the huge number of new supplements now available infowars md infowarsstore.com is where you go to keep us on the air and improve your own life with those healthy supplements now we're going to go to a video here of all of the athletes collapsing over the last year well a, a small collection a smattering a smattering of Athletes collapsing, but let's just take a look at the overall safety profile of the vaccine, where we stand now, January 2023. Wall Street Journal admits the COVID shots appear to be fueling new COVID variants, because of course they do. Of course, this is perfectly predictable. We know this because we did, in fact, predict it. Not only were we saying this about Omicron last year, since it did seem to come about as a consequence of the vaccine. It was first found in a vaccinated person. It was uh, spread through vaccinated people faster than uh, non-vaccinated people, just a number of different things. And of course, one of the main talking points before the vaccine ever even was released was the uh, antibody-dependent enhancement, essentially meaning that if you didn't have a virus, if you didn't have a vaccine that actually stopped the virus, then as the virus moved through the population, it is going to be changing and evolving to circumvent and get around the vaccine protocol because if you allowed it to transmit without actually infecting you, you don't actually create the antibodies to defeat the virus. It just sort of lives in your body without uh, directly affecting you. It is, yeah, antibody enhancement. I mean, that's what it was always called. We've been talking about this for two years, and finally, Wall Street Journal seems to have caught up. But interestingly, in this article, they not only admit that it's fueling new variants, they say workers who received more doses were at higher risk of getting sick. I mean, you can't have it more any clear cut than that. The more vaccines you take, the more likely you are to get sick. Does that make sense to anybody? Yeah, I put I put a uh, I broke my wrist and I put a cast on my arm and now my elbow's broken, too. Like, this makes no sense. This isn't a medical intervention. It's a poison. It's not that complicated. Those who received three more doses were 3.4 times as likely to get infected as the unvaccinated, while those who received two were only 2.6 times as likely. So you get two boosters. You're twice as likely, twice and a half as likely to get COVID. You take three doses. So you're basically multiplying by a factor of one your likelihood of getting COVID every time you get a vaccine. A vaccine, a DNA-altering inoculation. 
of dubious creation. Rasmussen poll shows that one in four Americans believe they know somebody who died from the COVID vaccine. Obviously, it's not hard data, but this is what people are seeing in their own lives. Rasmussen released the shocking poll results regarding the COVID vaccine. Nearly half of Americans think COVID vaccines may be to blame for many unexplained deaths, and more than a quarter say someone they know could be among the victims. It's like, what was that poll that we had last week? It was like, half of Americans believe that a shadowy cabal was in control of things. That's way too many, says the leader of the shadowy cabal. Right? So half Americans understand that a shadowy cabal runs things. Half of Americans understand that the vaccine is, in fact, killing people, has killed people, and will continue to kill people as we continue to administer it. Apparently, the other half of America is just sleepwalking with their heads up their butts. The contortionist sleepwalkers, that's who we're dealing with. People like this, Dr. Natalia on Twitter. I will never regret the vaccine, even if it turns out I injected actual poison and have only days to live. My heart is, was, my heart and is, was in the right place. I got vaccinated out of love, while anti-vaxxers did everything out of hate. If I have to die because of my love for the world, then so be it. But I will never regret or apologize for it. Imagine the mental gymnastics. Again, the the contortionary mental uh, uh, stretching you have to do. In order to make this work, I got vac- I got vaxxed because out of love. So if I die, it's because I loved so much. I mean, this is straight out of the Jim Jones cult. It could not be any more clear. If I die from drinking the Kool-Aid, it's because it was an act of love. I mean, I'm not even being sarcastic. That's literally what they would say in Jonestown. No doubt. I have to die for the love of my world. I mean, just imagine someone comes up to you and is like, hey, inject this into your arm. They're like, what is it? They're like, oh, it's poison. Like, uh, no, thank you. They're like, wow, so you hate? Wow, so you're just a hateful person? It's like, no, it's just I don't want to inject poison into me. Wow, I didn't realize that you were so hateful. You over there, you love people, right? Yeah, of course I do. All right, inject this poison. If I inject the poison to myself, it means I'm a loving person? I mean, do you believe that? Have they really captured your mind to that extent? You really can't think for yourself anymore? That's very sad. Tell you what, if you really love us, Come on, come on down to Austin. I got something else to inject in you. I got some Kool-Aid for you to drink. It's, it's delicious, and if you don't drink it, it means you're hateful. So drink the Kool-Aid. Incredible. UK doctors call for government investigation of mRNA COVID vaccines due to, quote, alarming safety profile. The mosaic of COVID-19 public health preparedness and response in the UK and worldwide had many shortcomings. It certainly did not harness the consensus of medical support that was portrayed in the mainstream media. Doctors for Patients UK was launched in September 2022 and has become a fast-growing group of UK doctors who are dedicated to practicing ethical, evidence-based, and patient-centered medicine. Well, where are the thought police? We can't have this. We have to stop this immediately. And so they are now leading the charge and demanding that the safety reports of the vaccine be thoroughly investigated. You know, now that we've injected billions of people, now that it's already been done, we might as well go back and see what we did to everybody. Might as well go back and see what uh, what the real damage has been. 
In Canada, 23 Canadian children have died in the past month, and no one is talking about it. Influenza deaths amongst Canadian children are on pace to shatter all-time highs just a few weeks into the flu season. 11 influenza-related deaths have been reported in children and teens across Canada, according to research by CBC News. Well, you probably need to get your vaccine. You probably need to get your flu vaccine. That'll probably call it. That'll probably cure it, right? I mean, my God. It's just outrageous. But let's just finish with this little... uh, this little montage here. What's happening with all these sports players suddenly collapsing? Whatever could it be? Let's watch. See a uh, soccer player collapsing on the field. This guy didn't get hit. He didn't get tackled. He's just stretching. What's the excuse for this? It's probably climate change. Another athlete struck down by climate change. This guy's just, he's just uh, so sad about how how hot the earth is getting. Causing stress. Yeah, peak athlete. Literally is paid millions of dollars to run all day. Collapsing and falling over dead on the pitch. Here's another one. For whatever that means. People know about this? Uh, Beirut player collapses. Uh, player died of a heart attack during a football match. Football suffers cardiac arrest. Footballer suffers cardiac arrest. Uh, sudden cardiac death. Rare in sports. Well, it was, wasn't it? Wikipedia, by the way, stopped recording deaths starting in July. Can't have, you know, truth get out there to save people. Admitted to hospital for cardiac exam after chest pain during a match. After illness, a football player taken by helicopter. RC Salyu player begins a new life after a heart attack. A soccer player dies on foot in Kengas. Nobody expected anything like this. 12-year-old dies while training basketball. This could be, uh, they're puzzling. Oh, what could it be? Oh, whatever could it be? Oh, we just don't know. We just, we just can't figure it out. Oh, we're all scratching our heads. Is it climate change? Is it racism? No, then we don't know. A lot of supplements over the years since high school, and they had great effects. And the science has gotten better and better and better over the years. And now, with all the things we're bombarded with, and the water and the food and the feminizing factors, it is more important than ever to use the compounds God gave us to boost our natural male potential. But these products work great for women as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pain MD. It's a number one national bestseller under another name. We got it discounted. For 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com under the label InfoWars Platinum. We've also got HGH Max Boost. Read all about it. Be very safe with it. I take only a fraction of what they say at first and take it before you go to bed at night. Don't do it uh, during the day. 1776 Testosterone Boost. Totally incredible. Go read about them. Learn more about them at InfoWarsStore.com in the InfoWars Platinum section. And you get 40% off on these already best-selling Products under the new name InfoWars Platinum. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Still to come in today's program, we will be talking about Biden's very convenient trip to the Virgin Islands on the very same day that the Attorney General, who was threatening to sue banks over their participation in the Jeffrey Epstein blackmail pedophile ring. Now, we'll get into that. We'll talk about all the vacations, the 
Joe Biden seems to go on. He spent something like half of his time uh, in office on vacation, something that the mainstream media was very up in arms about when it was Trump. Not so much anymore. But we'll get into the uh, the machinations going on there, the behind-the-scenes uh, conspiracy going on, right? People working in secret to cover up and commit crimes for uh, political reasons. It's a conspiracy. It's a real one, and it's right on the open for literally everybody to see. And we'll also take your calls this hour. We'll be joined by Ryan Cunningham in the third hour. We'll open up the phone lines in the next segment. But right now what I want to do is go to this Paul Joseph Watson report. It's called This Could Be Massive. It's about a Swiss referendum. Stories at Zero Hedge. Swiss national referendum will limit population to 10 million through strict immigration control to save the environment. I don't know. I don't know how we didn't think of this. Well, I mean, we did. We did, but we said it sarcastically because it's hard to believe they are actually doing this. But, you know, uh, part of the argument from the Great Reset Green New Deal people is that because America, you know, per capita, we produce a lot more carbon than other places. And so the obvious, you know, idea would be that for every person from the third world we bring to America, we are multiplying their carbon output by something like 20 to 30 times. So for the sake of the environment, we have to stop illegal immigrants. I love, you know, I would love to have illegal immigrants everywhere, absolutely everywhere all the time. I'd love to not recognize the neighborhood I grew up in and not be able to speak the language of my neighbors, but uh, it's because of the earth. Let's watch. A landmark referendum on mass migration is set to take place in Switzerland. The Swiss People's Party, SVP, the most popular party in Switzerland, is pushing for the vote. If enacted, Switzerland would be forced to withdraw from or even completely abandon international treaties on migration should its population exceed 10 million. SVP National Councillor Thomas Matter has sounded a red alert over levels of mass migration impacting Switzerland. If Switzerland grows so strongly again over the next 20 years, everything will collapse, said matter. According to him, the country's financial reserves for education, health and transport are exhausted. One of the primary justifications for the referendum is the need to limit population size to protect the environment. As Remix News notes, left liberal and green parties across the Western world have simultaneously called for Europeans to have fewer children to save the environment, while promoting mass immigration from Middle Eastern, African and Asian countries with these newcomers known for their notoriously high birth rates. The right, if it wants to survive, may have to tie environmental causes and climate change, which the youth of Europe overwhelmingly believe is occurring, to soaring population growth through immigration. The Swiss referendum may be a nod to a growing reality. Any referendum that calls for immigration restriction is likely to fail given the growing pro-migration youth vote but if it can be tied to green causes, such a referendum may have a chance. Despite being a densely populated, tiny landlocked country, Switzerland's population has increased over the last 20 years by 21%. It has a population of less than 9 million, yet imported almost 150,000 people net last year. Much like the rest of Europe, Switzerland's attempt to prove that diversity is a strength hasn't exactly gone to plan. Data released last year by the Swiss Federal Statistical Office found that two-thirds of inmates in Swiss prisons were foreign nationals, with Algerians comprising the highest number. Algerians were ten times more likely to be imprisoned than Swiss nationals. Migrants from Africa also have a welfare rate of 34%, causing a massive drag on the economy. Maybe the Swiss are trying to emulate the Czech Republic, whose population has remained constant at around 9 to 10 million people for the last 100 years. 
years. Unlike other European countries, which continue to sacrifice their identity and social cohesion in the name of chasing endlessly higher GDP figures, the Czechs have managed to maintain a high standard of living without constantly having to import waves of new people. People across Europe are finally waking up to the fact that flooding their countries with waves of minimum wage migrants to fulfil roles that their own native population refuses to do just wasn't worth it. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. You came down to this southern town last summer. All right, welcome back, folks. This is The American Journal opening up the phone lines now. Give us a call here live, 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. Still a lot of stuff to talk about today. Let's talk a little bit about... Uh, Europe first, shall we? Because we're going to get into Joe Biden, Virgin Islands, Jeffrey Epstein, J.P. Morgan Bank. We'll get into all of that. We're going to get into the Ukraine war here in just a little bit. We're going to get into just the general anti-human agenda at the heart of all these actions that we see. So give us a call about any and all topics, one 2539 I still have other stuff to say about uh, DeMar Hamlin, but we're going to move on. I have a feeling people are going to call in about that, so I have some other information to reveal, but I'll wait until somebody else brings up the topic. But let's talk about England, shall we? Or uh, Europe, rather, in general. Uh, Zero Hedge has the article, Swiss national referendum will limit population to 10 million through strict immigration control to save the environment. And, you know, there's just so many things that the globalists would have us believe. It's almost like cognitive dissonance is necessarily baked into their belief system. Right? You also have this story. Discredited population bomb author predicts the end of civilization we're used to on 60 Minutes. Where, again, there, you know, the idea is that overpopulation is going to destroy the earth. So to save the earth, we have to destroy humanity, right? You have to depopulate the earth in order to save it. But also these people are in charge of public health and they're doing everything they can to save people around the world. Like there's... There's an inconsistency there that's glaring and obvious and in, in, consul- in uh, unjustifiable, I guess you could say. So I think this national ref- referendum sort of plays on that. How can you believe that you know, Western countries are responsible for the pollution of the earth because of their, you know, their population creates more carbon per capita than other places – and then simultaneously want to bring millions of more people into those countries, ostensibly multiplying every one of their carbon output by 20 or 30 times. Like, is that not contradictory? If you think that there are too many people on Earth, why are you desperately trying to both increase birth rates in the third world, decrease them in the first world, and then replace the people in the first world with people from the third world? Like, why are you trying to do that? If your real goal is to save the Earth by reducing the population – then you're operating counter to that. If your real goal is to save people, then you are not upholding your stated goal of saving the earth. So you must have some other priority. There must be something else 
that is served by your actions because the ones that you proclaim are contradicted by your actions. So what are you really doing? And the fact is what they're really doing is attempting and being very successful in destroying the ability of people to stand up against them. You understand it all comes down to power. It all comes down to whether you are controllable or not. And they understand that the Christian Western European ethos is one of freedom, is one of liberty, is one of respect and dignity in the average citizen. That's very inconvenient for people who would rather treat you like cattle. So if they can mollify you and pacify you into an obedient slave, then that's fine. But if not, they'd just rather get rid of you and bring in somebody from the third world. And again, it's not it's not throwing shade at people from the third world. It's just the people in power understand that if they can you know, if you have somebody who grew up in America with freedoms and liberty and the right to do whatever they want, they're entitled to this sort of thing. And they grew up in a big house with a big family and plenty of food. It's hard to convince them to eat bugs and, you know, live in a pod. But if you have somebody who, you know, lives in a dirt hut somewhere, you can bring them to America, give them the the bare minimum, and they'll be in a much better place. Again, it's not not even like bad for them to want that it's not bad for them to want to better their own situation and and do what they need to do to bring that about it's the people who are taking advantage of that in order to create a system of total control over the entire world those are the bad people that are taking advantage of the uh you know more unfortunate people around us but what does this end up in gb news has this report from yesterday revealed Rother, Rotherham, Rotherham Rape Gang Cover-Up Council holds senior diversity and inclusion NHS role. Maruf Hussein was forced to resign from Rotherham Council after a report singled him out as a malign influence amid claims that he stifled discussion on Pakistani rape gangs. And you import Pakistanis into England, they start an industrial-level rape conveyor belt where they are getting specifically young English girls, young white girls, getting them drunk, putting them on drugs, going to the you know orphanage and checking them out for the afternoon. Literally, that's what they do with cooperation from the government who's been placed in charge to run these orphanages to take care of children are instead lending them out like library books to rape gangs. So this is what's happening. It's just the full – and then the police are afraid to uh, – confront it because the media will call them racist and the council members were filed uh, fire them because diversity is our strength so this this whole thing uh you know culminates in allowing literally tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of girls to be abused raped just their lives destroyed and the person who is at the center of this and they said had a played a key role in silencing opposition to this in fact says that he resigned in 2015 amid reports that he pushed back discussions on the ethnicity of grooming gangs. Well, he now works as a senior diversity and inclusion manager in a major NHS body. He got a promotion, in other words. He used his power and his you know, uh, ethnic proclivities, I guess, to prevent the you know, investigation and shutting down of industrialized rape gangs – Instead of even being punished for it, he got a promotion, and he now is in charge of diversity and inclusion at the NHLs. You know, the health service. It's just incredible. It really is. 
I have some longer videos here. I would like to go to them, though. I just don't quite have time in this segment. But a uh, speech was given in German parliament by AFDS member Martin Hess about immigration. We also have MEP Christine Anderson, also a member of uh, the AFD. That's the alternative for Deutschland Party, the alternative for Germany Party. She's made a uh, documentary about uh, why she is really become a star in standing up against the incoming communism of the global elites. I want to show those videos. I'll show the speech in the next segment. But the other thing is that there's a debate going on right now on Twitter between Peter Hitchens and Carl Benjamin, a.k.a. Sargon of of Akkad. And basically Peter Hitchens is talking down to Carl Benjamin for actually trying to do something to prevent the wholesale destruction of Britain. It's like the it's like the pinnacle of boomerism to essentially say stop trying. There is no way to try. England is dead. It died a long time ago. You're you're just you're performing CPR on a corpse right now. So just stop trying. Nothing could be farther from the truth. And and it's weird because Carl Benjamin kind of agrees with that. He's kind of like, it is too late. It's basically an argument between it's too late and you shouldn't try anything. And I know it's too late, but we should still try because, you know, it feels bad not to try. And there's a distinct position missing from that. And it's the hopeful one. It's the one that says none of this is permanent. None of this is necessary. None of this is inevitable or irreversible. It's just a matter of will, and the will is a matter of information. It's whether people have the information they need to be able to form the thoughts to save their country or whether they are subjects of continual propaganda waves that tell them to be hopeless, that it's over, that they just need to give up, and that any attempt to stand up against them is hateful. And I I don't know if they've ever looked back in history, but what do you think, do you think, you know, Spain would have been reconquered if they felt that way. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think it's hopeless, then it is, I guess. Look, it's not hype when you've delivered. And InfoWars has been the tip of spear against tyranny. And when it comes to the products we sell to fund our operation, they're just like our news and information. They are powerful and they change the world. The Real Red Pill Plus is one of our top sellers, but for over two years, it's been sold out because of supply chain breakdowns. It's finally back in stock for 50% off at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, in the limited time we have, I can't get into all the ingredients that are in it, but this sucker is amazing. Look for yourself at how loaded each bottle is, ladies and gentlemen. Every one of these will supercharge your day and everything you do. Just look into the preglanone that we've got that's in this product. Get your Real Red Pill Plus, a proprietary product nobody else has, exclusively back in stock for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is as close as the Matrix Red Pill as you're going to get. Red Pill Plus, 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. 
but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. You know, there's two... I need to find the exact term. Um... There's two very important reasons to uh, not give up hope, even when things seem hopeless. The first is that it is a self-fulfilling prophecy. I sort of see this as the, you know, the morale of the troops. If the troops that are fighting think they're going to lose, think they've already lost, don't know what they're fighting for, don't have any hope, then they have lost. If they even are killed down to the to the last man, there's one man surviving, but that one guy refuses to submit, refuses to surrender, and uh, just won't give up, won't give in. Like they haven't lost, they they just haven't lost at that point. That's that's what it takes. But the other side is something that is embodied in the original uh, oath that the doctors take, the Hippocratic oath. It talks about therapeutic, um, ther- not narcissism, not nepotism. Therapeutic uh, nihilism. I'm sorry, that's the word I'm looking for. Therapeutic nihilism. See, it can feel good to give up. It can feel good to give in. It can feel stressful to think, oh, I'm sick and I got to do all this stuff to fight back. It can feel good to say, you know what? It's hopeless. I'm just going to accept and resign to my fate. Uh, It can also have a self-fulfilling impact on the the health of people. So I'm going to be the doctor today. I'm going to tell you, yes, we're in stage four cancer. Yes, it's going to be a little bit difficult to get out of this. Yes, you look like you're on your last legs, but if you want to die, then accept that fate and die. If you want to live, then you have to reject death and stand up against it and fight back. You know what it reminds me of? Here's the story that I'm thinking of. It says, England is lost forever. That's it, I guess, then. Okay, let's all die then. Great. Well done. Go jump in the ocean if you believe that. This guy says, this is this was posted in response to that discussion I was talking about earlier with uh, Peter Hitchens and Carl Benjamin, both of them just having a different different approach to the idea that England is already done and dead for, you know, gone and will never come back. They just have different opinions on whether you should accept that willingly or, uh, you know, complain about it. Great. He says, lately I have this strange pain in my gut, a tight, sick feeling that has nothing to do with my physical health. It's the feeling that my home is lost forever and it's not just me. I saw a comment on a YouTube channel for the podcast of the Lotus Eaters that summed it up perfectly. It says, I'm honestly kind of in mourning right now, mourning for my country, for my people, for my culture and my heritage, all of which I have discovered are terminally ill, terminally Ill and are going to endure a slow, miserable death over the coming decades, except it's almost worse than that because I'm ordered to celebrate the diagnosis. You know what this reminds me of? England's not dead. You know why? Because you exist. 
because the person who wrote this comment is out there writing comments. That's how you know that it still exists because you still yearn for something that you can actually go out there and create. How can it be gone already when you haven't manifested it yet? What it reminds me of is because they're not dead. It's like, it's like you're saying they're watching somebody choking a loved one to death. They're not dead yet. They're looking at you. They're struggling. They're trying to fight back, but they're having the life choked out of them. And you're sitting there going, oh, it's so sad. I loved you so much. And here you are dead. And they're just like, ah, nah, 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 and they're just like, yeah, it's just, there's nothing I can do. It's nothing to do something. I would have to commit violence and I can't do that. So, you know, I'm just going to let the murderer choking you to death, choke you to death. I'm just going to stand here and allow this to happen because to, to do anything about it would be, I just, ah, ah, it's not worth it. I mean, you're practically already dead. So I guess it's over. It's just like, all right, then it's over. Then it is over then, <laughs> I guess. It's not the person killing you. It's your fault because you refuse to do anything about it. The idea that you can't come back from this, the idea that you can't, reclaim your nation state have you ever paid attention to history ever at all do you understand that things can seem hopeless for literally hundreds of years and then come swelling back in a way that resets the course of history for all of time like do you understand how long spain was under the boot of the muslims before it was reconquered from a tiny sliver from a tiny little sliver it was reconquered do you understand that the Puritans in England were on the cusp of being snuffed out until they went and created America. Like, do you understand that the, the, the human culture that you're mourning for is a flame that can be kindled and can be fanned and can explode into a giant fireball? Like, do you understand that nothing in this life is a foregone conclusion because you have human will and you can change things if you want to? And that you're succumbing to this melancholy, to this therapeutic narcissism, uh, uh, nihilism? is what they want that's the desire that's why the endless propaganda is spewed at you to convince you to give up when victory is within your grasp so why don't you wake up why don't you inspire the people around you why don't you figure out a way to frame the conflict that you're in right now in a way that you know reflects other people's beliefs about how the world should be do you know how many thousands of people would uproot their lives and move along with you if you went and created a, a land that you know, uh, embodied the values of your forefathers. You realize you can do that right now if you want, but you don't, and so you won't, and so you're right. It is over. It's just infuriating. I mean, how can you how can you just give up like that again? I, now I've rambled through the the time it would take to play that video, so I don't even know if we'll get to that video today. Maybe we'll play in a little bit, but it was a very powerful speech by Alternative for Germany AFD uh, in Parliament. Uh, about immigration and just just explaining just explaining to people how immigration is clearly the cause of so many problems in every country where it's implemented and that's completely unfair that the west has been saddled with this obligation when nobody else is and it's actually destroying the good things we've created here and it's just it's not it's not actually that big of an issue. It's only because we in the West refuse to just do what you need to do to fix this. Like you've got people invading your country and you think it's impossible to kick them out? What? <laughs> why? <laughs> why, would it, why would that be impossible? What is so hopeless about 
having a bunch of foreigners in your country that despise you and, you know, wave their own flag while completely disrespecting yours, that you think you just can't do anything about that. Self-shackled, self-muzzled cowards. That, again, is just the, the heart of our entire problem. Let's go out to your uh, calls here now. Judd in Pennsylvania. What are some ideas to fight the NWO? Oh, that's, yeah, Judd in uh, Pennsylvania. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Hi, Harrison. How are you? Judd in Pennsylvania. Ideas for a lawful fight of the NWO? No? Yes, sir. Not there? Can, can you All hear, right. Let's go to Judy in Florida. The barrage coming at us. Judy, line seven. We're having, we're having some trouble here, guys. Judy, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, I'm going to tap into the heard, phone line. Sorry, we, we got to fix this. Bad. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely go out to your calls in the next time. We'll figure out what's going on in the break here. I guess we'll take this uh, this little dead air spot we have to remind you once again. Go to infowarsstore.com, folks. Keep us on the air. Keep us in the fight. Keep us doing all that we can to, if nothing else, keep the spirits up of the patriots around the world who find their way of life, their well-being, their very lives under concerted. Uh, a sustained assault by the New World Order. They're attempting to use every hook and crook in the book to convince you to just roll over and die and let them take over. How about you stand up, fight back, and put it to them? There's an idea. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, folks. It's American Journal. You want to beat the New World Order? You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist, and I've got their number, and I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. The bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down. And I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family. Infowarsstore.com for the best supplements and more, or just make a straight donation, big red banner at the top of Infowarsstore.com, and that way all the money goes towards the fight, not part of it going towards product cost. But I thank you all for your support. Please commit now to go to Infowarsstore.com, get great products, and make donations. I thank you for your support. Now take action. The globalists are counting on you not taking action. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Uh, Let's just go up to your phone calls now. Uh, Apparently, we fixed it. It was Matt's fault, so... That's what we learned. Yes. All right. <laughs> Matt, sabotage. He's a globalist. We knew it all along. All right, let's go out to the uh, phone calls. Judy in Florida. I understand the crew and apparently the audience could hear you, but I could not. So hopefully I can hear you now. Judy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. I'm not all there, but I am here. <laughs> okay, I hear you now. Um, Thanks uh, for calling in. Something that might give you a shred of joy before I, I, I say the next thing. If all else fails, can you imagine Anthony Fauci in hell? <laughs> yes. Think of, think of a hundred syringes and a hundred demons, man. How about, isn't that, yeah, isn't that like the bomb? The devil would probably treat him like he treats beagles. So, yeah. Oh, oh, it, it, it'll be bliss uh, for the devil, at least. Um, 
looking at, and I, because believe it or not, in the last phone call, I told you, I align with always fighting. I, I, I do. Um, when I was talking to uh, your producer or whatever about the barrage, it's just the fact that um, I sent InfoWars a little video. I, I don't even know the, the channel very well, but it's called Rise. And what it is, it was all the displays like around the planet of uh, what the satanic expectations are. In, and they, you know, they displayed AI a lot. They, you know, displayed, uh, you know, one world government uh, symbology and the sky, symbolism in the sky. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it, you know, they're telling us what they, where, what they are doing. They always have. It's the, you know, the Illuminati code, whatever you want to call it. Yep. But they, they're showing what 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 they're doing and but this is the thing people love it okay and they're going to be into it they're going to take the mark they're going to you know uh, uh, a lot of people just have a, a reprobate mind they're just they're just flat out gone and i think you already know that um but that doesn't you know i'm in agreement with you still in that like for, for instance the secessionist movement i really hated the fact that that georgia got lost to a democrat because Look at look at like Texas down the panhandle of Florida. That would have been sweet as far as like a you know what they, what people would call a Republican stronghold. But you know think of it as far as like a remnant in Christianity. Sure. You know I mean these things are just you know uh, it's a it's a hard fight right now. And 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 America is not in the Bible for a reason. Um, and I don't know what it is. I don't claim to be God at all. But we are you know all you have to do is take a look around you. To just see the the monstrosity. I mean, nothing makes sense. The world is insane. I mean, I, I remember, you know, prior to nine eleven, two thousand one. You know what it was before I unplugged from the matrix. Yeah. And it's been a journey since then to 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 see the, the mountain of lies we have been fed. It is yeah. it, it's enormous. And, um, and continuous, you know, and it never last- ends, and, and, it, and it keeps growing. It, it is a, a pretty overwhelming. I'm, I'm tempted. i got to go out to more phone calls here, but you've mentioned two things that I have videos directly relating to. Uh, one of those is the Texit movement. Uh, Texit now really making a, a big media push to make 2023 uh, their year, our year, I should say. Uh, there's also a video from Alex Jones with uh, his daughter. It's called Little Girl Tells Klaus Schwab That She Will Not Eat the Bugs. And I really think it's important to understand that they have spent decades with this propaganda. As you're pointing out, Judy, they've spent decades of lies to build up this facade. It's all starting to crumble now as a consequence of people uh, awakening to it. And so they, their solution is more lies and more manipulation and more control, and it's an unsustainable uh, feedback loop that they're engaged in. So th- there is hope, and I want to go out to Judd and PA. Uh, we had a problem with you earlier, but you've called in, so thank you for doing that. You have a peaceful way to fight the NWO. Uh, thanks for calling in, Judd. You're on the air. Hi, Harrison. Great to speak with you. Good to hear from you. Hey, um, so I, I bought all the InfoWars stuff, the signed books, the, the uh, coins, the uh, uh, just about everything. And I put the stickers everywhere. But I had an idea. I think somebody, some of the InfoWarriors might be able to accomplish. And that is, let's say we make stickers that have a QR code on it that we can slap like over QR codes in restaurants and all these places that want us to. I think, have you called in about mandate. this before? 
Somebody else called no, in about, about the same idea. No, it was, it's the best idea ever. You can go on the internet. You just type like search, you know, make a QR code. You can print out a QR code that links directly to band.video infowars.com. You can put right. a little tape on the back or make a sticker out of it. And uh, somebody called in during, during COVID to say you should go put it on the QR codes, like at restaurants and stuff where they have you try okay. to scan in and check in. So when you go to, Great. to, you know, scan your, your, uh, digital vaccine passport, you get a video to, or you get sent to a band.video site or, you know, infowars.com. It's an absolutely brilliant idea and everybody can do it. Everybody can, can make QR codes. Uh, but more specifically, I'm sorry, more specifically, maybe we could send it to a meme that kind of tells people not in the know how this whole hierarchy period, the pyramid system works for the layman. Like, uh, you know, the, the entire uh, structure of corruption that people don't understand. Here's what it can be. It could be a QR code. Somebody needs to make the image of the NPC meme wearing a mask, and it just needs to say, you know, I'm an NPC, and then under it needs to say, like, <laughs> please, show, please show this to your server. You know, just to get people to, like, scan and be like – Am I supposed to show this to you? And it just says like, please, pe- please be patient. I'm an NPC. You know, like the like the autism warning. Uh, I-, I think that's a brilliant idea. We need street level activism to spread the word, folks, and that's a great way to uh, make it work. Thanks so much for the call, Judd. I-, I do appreciate it. Let's go to Jake in North Carolina. You want to ask about uh, Andrew Tate? I guess. Thanks for calling in, Jake. You're on the air. Hi. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about um, you know how you mentioned about him getting in that little scuffle with Greta Thunberg and that the, the pizza box led to his arrest and all that. And, you know, the, like the Romanian government come out and said that that wasn't true. But um, not that I'm like an Andrew Tate fan or that I even know much about him, but I think if you're, you know, worried about sex trafficking, it shouldn't be with Andrew Tate. You should worry more about like Maxwell and the Black Book and how, that district attorney from the Virgin Islands was just fired and Biden just went down there on vacation. Like, you know, Owen taught me that propaganda, you know, it can't be applied universally. So when you think about his situation and then apply it to the Jeffrey Epstein and the Maxwell situation, it's just, there's no comparison. Of course. I mean, but whoever said there was. I mean, that's not, that's not mutually exclusive, right? We've, I mean, InfoWars led the charge on the Epstein, you know, pedophile ring. We, we had that story 10 years before anybody else did, and we've continued to hammer it, you know, more than anybody else does. Uh, does that mean that we then can't talk about somebody else who's also accused of sex? I, I just don't understand what the, um, what the conflict is when we can talk about both of those things. Well, do you know who Alejandro Caraballo is? I, re- I recognize that name, I, but I can't think of who it okay. is. Okay, so if the days that you mentioned this, you talked about, I wish I were a part of the Illuminati, and then you went right to Twitter, and you mentioned Twitter, so then you're talking about the stuff that's trending on Twitter. Uh-huh. Now, you're, I think you fell for the PSYOP, honestly. Now, Alejandro Caraballo spreads disinformation. She's actually, she's a tranny, also, from Harvard, He's the one that promoted this theory. What theory? The theory that the pizza box led to his arrest. Oh, look, cop, yeah, I was, uh, was, I was kind of joking about that. I, I don't think it was the the pizza box in the first place. I mean, that that was all kind of a joke. We we played the scene from The Sopranos. I, I yeah, I didn't think it was actually 
that it was all I was just treating the whole thing as a big joke because I I didn't really care about Andrew Tate that much. Yeah, I don't think it was the uh, I I never thought it was the the pizza box. I mean, the dude is like flying private jets in and out. He like makes videos constantly wherever he is. I, I didn't I never thought. I mean, he was arrested in April and released. I'm sure they had some way of keeping track of him. Yeah, the pizza box wasn't actually what caught Andrew Tate. I guess I need to make that clarification. Uh, yeah, the pizza box never caught Andrew, uh, Andrew Tate. It was just kind of a, a funny thing to point out that a pizza box took him down. But no, the, uh, the sex crimes, that's actually what took him down. We'll be right back. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. We hear it over and over again from everybody. Why doesn't somebody do something? Why doesn't somebody expose the New World Order? Why doesn't somebody take action against the Great Reset and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab? Well, guess what? We're doing it. This audience, that means you, the viewers, with our broadcast and our guest, are the number one enemy of the globalist. We've been the most effective at taking it to them. But ladies and gentlemen, if we don't have funds, we can't stay on air. And we have a shortfall the last six months of at least $200,000 a month. We are going into the hole. We'll not be able to stay on the air if you don't support. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great products today. Sign up for AutoShip, an additional 10% off. But you can also just make straight donations right there at the big red banner at the top of InfoWarsStore.com or InfoWars.com. A $10, a $20, $100. You can do recurring donations. Cancel any time. Just please commit to keep us on the air. And I thank you for your past support. And I thank you for your future support. Now go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. Please do share those links. We'll go back to your phone calls in just a minute before welcoming Ryan Cunningham in the third hour to talk about what it takes for somebody to wake up about the vaccine. Really, obviously, that's our, our goal here, waking people up, getting people shaken out of their delusion. Shouldn't be that hard. It should not be this difficult. I mean, there's a certain point where... These people should look around and just recognize that literally every single one of their solutions causes more problems. Like every single one. It's not like an occasional thing. It's it's truly bizarre. I just I just saw this. So the Black Lives Matter movement, right, ostensibly was to lower the number of police killings, specifically of black people. 
as a consequence of this, they defunded the police, which has caused a massive skyrocketing, specifically in the number of black people that have been killed, but the number of violent crimes across the country in general, just absolute spike, massive, massive numbers across the country. While simultaneously, the year 2022, police killed more people in America than any other year on record. So the thing that you were trying to do failed abysmally, and we have a series of other challenges. I mean, maybe the vaccine is like the perfect embodiment of the globalist agenda, right? You got a disease that you created. (laughs) This is the thing. They create the disease. They release the disease. They create the vaccine. They release the vaccine. The more you take the vaccine, the more likely you are to get the disease. It's like, and of course, the died suddenly and the blood clots and the sterilization and the, I mean, the number of other host of issues, right? It's like every one of these is exactly the same. You have a problem that's created by them, right? Whether it's the crime rate and the, the authoritarian police with the war powers, right, that came about because of the war on terror that in the, you know, excess equipment and training that was then given to the police department, all part of the, the federal globalist you know, war on terror control system that they initiated in 2001. So they create the police killings. Then their solution not only doesn't solve the problem, it creates a whole other host of problems, just like the vaccine, just like when they try to tackle homelessness, just like their solutions to the border crisis. It's just like at a certain point, do you not get what's going on here? And the reason is, you know, people always say don't, don't subscribe to what, what's what's the phrase I'm looking for? You know, don't don't blame on you know evil. What can be explained by stupidity? Whatever that saying is, right? How about you don't give evil the excuse of stupidity? Because these people aren't stupid. We know they aren't stupid. You don't become you know a high level corporate master or like own a bank by being stupid. They're not stupid. They're evil. They're evil people. And the system that they operate in is one predicated on evil, built upon evil. It is. An evil empire, plain and simple. And at the heart of this evil empire is child abuse, is pedophilia, is murder, is being in a criminal cabal together so you all have mutually assured destruction that keeps everybody in line. And the, the, the mascot of this group, I guess, would be Jeffrey Epstein. I, I was going to say kingpin, but that's not the right word because – he was also controlled by this group. So there, there are no kingpins in this group. And I think you know, some, of, some of our problem as conservatives, we have this idea that we always want to blame one single person for everything that's going wrong. Like we're looking for a kingpin. We're looking for who's pulling the strings. Nobody's pulling the strings. These are a bunch of autonomous puppets all operating by radio signal. It, it, nobody is, nobody's forcing anybody to do anything. They're all doing it. By choice. I mean, just look at the way that, you know, people are coming out talking about uh, DeMar Hamlin, clearly vaccine injured, right? 94% of the players in the NFL are vaccinated. And there's, you know, people coming out now using their scientific, uh, you know, background and their, their authority to steer people away from the obvious answer. Nobody told them to do that. They understand that they play a role in this. Everybody is self-policing. And at the center of all of this, at the very head of all of it, 
the heart of this entire corrupt system that so many people in America are unwitting slaves to is blackmail and intelligence agencies and international warfare and banking systems. Virgin Islands AG fired days after filing lawsuit accusing J.P. Morgan Chase of protecting Jeffrey Epstein. This is just how blatant they are at this point. This is where we've allowed it to get. Somebody comes out, an AG of the Virgin Islands, lays down a lawsuit, files a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase, and three days later, two days later, the next day, she's gone. She's just been terminated. They're just blatant about it at this point. There will be no justice through the system. You have to understand that at this point. It also just so happens to come right after Joe Biden vacationed in the islands. U.S. Virgin Islands Attorney General Denise George was fired by U.S. VI Governor Albert uh, Brian days after she filed a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase and accused the banking giant of covering up the sex trafficking network of Jeffrey Epstein. The suit accused the banking giant of knowingly providing and pulling the levers through which recru- recruiters and victims were paid. Virgin Island news outlets reported George had not informed Brian, uh, Governor Brian about her J.P. Morgan Chase lawsuit. Yeah, she probably knew that he would have shut it down if he'd known about it because that's how these things operate. We don't even have to speculate. None of this is speculation. None of this is guessing. None of this is saying, well, here's the outcome. Let's, let's speculate as to who was behind this or, or w- what could have happened. We know how this happens because they brag about it, because they're open about it at this point. We've all seen this a million times, but it's worth watching again because, again, you know, this attorney general files a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase claiming that they were in concert with Jeffrey Epstein helping him get away with his crimes. Then, like the next day, Joe Biden flies down to the Virgin Islands, and the day after that, she's fired. A conversation probably very similar to the one he had with the people in Ukraine occurred. So let's go back and look at you know, him admitting, and we can all just imagine what the conversations in the back rooms on the Virgin Islands looked like. Let's go now to clip number one. I, I, I was – not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones, uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine, and uh, – um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <clears throat> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Well, son of a bitch, <laughs> got fired. He's a gangster. He's a mobster. This is how it goes. This, these are the conversations that happen in the back rooms. This is why Attorney General George didn't announce it, didn't discuss it with the governor before she announced it. She wanted it on record that she was trying to do this so that they had to come out and stop her from doing it in public in front of everybody. And they're willing to do that because just as you saw in that video, they know they can get away with this stuff. They take a billion dollars of your money 
hold it ransom before somebody in a different country does what they personally want and will serve them personally. Whether it's Joe Biden or the head of JP Bank or the governor of uh, the Virgin Islands, this is how they operate. And they understand that they live in a house of cards and it could all come tumbling down if the American people simply knew what was going on and knew that it wasn't just Jeffrey Epstein doing this all by himself that they can all point to and go, well, that was that guy you know, uh, when we, we got him. Uh, he killed himself. Uh, I mean, it's all of them. They're all in on it. They all knew it was happening for decades before it ever you know, got, got a stop put to it. And they're willing to flex their power and use the positions that they have and use the authority that they have like the gangsters that they are not to serve the American people, not to serve you know, American interests, but to serve themselves and use those American interests and use that American power for their own benefit. And then they know they have the cooperation with the mainstream media to cover it all up. You can just imagine the conversation, I'm sure, of the attorney general going, you can't fire me. You know how obvious this will look? And the other guy going, you think the mainstream media is going to report on this? You don't think they're in on it? You don't think they know? Do you know what you're up against right now? Do you know what you're trying to do? Do you know the people you're trying to mess with? Do you know what they'll do to you? For your own safety, I'm going to fire you. For your own safety, I'm going to pull you off this case. And everybody who's a globalist, everybody who's a Democrat are all in on this, whether they know it or not. Why does the establishment spend so much time demonizing InfoWars, attacking myself and the crew and our other host? Because they know we're pro-human. They know we're telling the truth. They know we've got their number. They know everything we do is about empowering humanity. And God gave us through Mother Nature incredible compounds that will supercharge our body stamina, libido, energy, and immune systems. And we came out many years ago with Real Red Pill Plus that has all the documented compounds like preglinone and so much more to supercharge your body and to give your body the key elements and the key ingredients it needs to function at a proper level. This is the answer to the New World Order's tyranny. This is Real Red Pill Plus, sold out for two years, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get the Red Pill Plus exclusively, InfoWarsStore.com.